This is the Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Beck Child, and with me is my gorgeous, stunning, talented, wonderful co-host, Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes just can't believe we haven't seen. And joining us today, very special guest. We're so excited. We've got comedian, podcaster, all the way from LA. It's Jackie Cation. Yay, Yay. I feel welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us, Jackie. We're both huge fans and have been for quite some time. That is awesome. I, um, yeah, I have been trying to come back to Australia to do stand up for easily uh, a decade or so. So, but uh, hit and miss. Have you had any troubles the last couple of years coming over for any reason? Uh, weirdly enough, for any reason, why would that have come up? Uh, I think that, uh, global plague. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't. I've been mostly to my garage. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, it's been great. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, uh, yeah. So, but we did get a dog. So we are no longer alone. Yeah, thank you very much. I've always wanted one, and now Yay. I have one. And my mother-in-law keeps referring to it as my baby, and I keep telling her we're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> I am not related to no that. Blood dog relation? At all. No blood relation. That's weird. No, it's no, good it's, of pretty, you. it's pretty, pretty much for the best too. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> People always say it's like you know. I was thinking about going to Australia, but then I got a dog. You know, same thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. interchangeable yeah. <laughs> right right I thought to myself what would I like as much as going to Australia possibly a doggo yeah <laughs> and, uh, that's I put an O on the end like Aust- Australians like to put on things thank you or else we yeah. wouldn't know what you were saying right we, doggo we is the here? actual word yeah, yeah. thank her <laughs> I'm surprised that and it, it's interesting they mostly do it with men. you they uh y'all mostly do it with the uh, men's uh, nobody's doing Alexo or no. Becco <laughs> True. it's mostly a boy right. thing right yeah. the boys names yeah. yeah it's a dude thing you're yeah. just like all right all right fair dudo. enough the dudos <laughs> dudo. yeah the dudos love to put an o on something <laughs> <laughs> uh so to kick this episode up before we get into the massive movie that we're doing this week yes. um we have to ask the most important question what have you watched this week uh alex i'll go with oh yes. no jackie you had your hands up you're oh, ready no. I, uh, uh, I'm Boba Fett. That's the only oh. thing that I've watched this week that's new. Is it good? Tell us your thoughts, your feelings. It is my thoughts and feelings. Uh, it is slow and interesting and it feels Star Warsy. So, uh, on the whole, I like it, but I'm predisposed to like it. And, uh, I'm interested to see if it, it gets more exciting. Cool. There you go. Sure. I have a question. I have a question that goes very in line with the theme of this podcast. What is Boba Fett? Because I have no idea. Oh, Boba (laughs) Fett is in the original three, right? Which are the middle three of all the movies. Oh, it's a Star Uh, Wars thing. Okay. It's a Star Wars (laughs) thing. And he was the mercenary who went after Han Solo, played by Harrison Ford. And he has no backstory. There's nothing there. But for some reason, Dudos very psyched about uh, Boba Fett uh, to the point of obsession and now a TV show all dedicated to a guy who has like literally two scenes, two or three scenes. Yeah, there's a scene where no lines, no lines. Uh, Well, I think he has like two lines. So he gets he gets hired from a row of of, we see him being hired to go after um, Han Solo. We see him following Han Solo when Han Solo thinks he's gotten away by floating away with garbage in his ship. And we see him standing next to uh, Han Solo in carbonite, passing off. And that is all. And And now, yeah, now uh, with the Mandalorian, we got the history of his helmet. Uh, (laughs) Okay. History of, yeah. Which, of course, meant let's get him a show. And, uh, And then, and now we find out that he's not He's not a bad guy. He's just, you know, just a working mercenary. Just a guy. And he's got a, you know, chicken in every pot. He's got to fill the, he's got a bank. He's got rent. And uh, yeah, Boba so he's like rent. the parking inspector of the Star Wars universe. Just so, yeah, he's just, he had to work. So he, you didn't like some of the things he did. Because, you know, there were some things he did that weren't great. 
Mm-hmm. But um, other things, uh, and the, and so now the whole movie so far, the whole TV show is his backstory. And weirdly enough, have you heard of? You probably know the the stand up comedian Patton Oswalt. Oh yes. yes. Okay, yeah, so yeah, he yeah. did a bit, a rant, on a TV show called Parks and Rec oh, about I've Boba seen Fett. This. Yeah, right. that, that was that's been going around, hasn't it? Yeah, and so and it, the reason it came up is because the first three minutes or the first two minutes of the TV show Boba Fett is that rant acted out. What? Whoa. Yeah, it was like, it's literally just, it is quite the boys club of, (laughs) we're just gonna, we we think he's cool. So we're gonna do this thing with, and you're like, and he is cool and it is fun. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's all this stuff with, you know, because dudes are always telling us that we should watch these movies and we should do these things. And and they are super fun, but they should let us do them too. That's uh, what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you. That is our platform. That is... <laughs> I think I, I hit, I might have hit a nerve. Yeah, could with do all of us. Too, sometimes. Just yeah. For... Yeah. Where we're... is Clueless 2? Where is Clueless 3? Where is real yeah. cinema in <laughs> Where is the Clueless origin story, which is just her parents getting together? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I think clueless the origin story. Hilarious. <laughs> Everyone what else about you guys? Them. Yeah. What have you guys watched this week? Uh, well, I watched, uh, did you guys see that Netflix special Death to 2021? No. Oh, yes. I watched that this week and I highly recommend it. I think it was really fun. It's like, it's like a documentary, but it's a mockumentary. Like they're talking okay. about the real events that happened in 2021, but they've got actors to be playing talking heads and pretend news readers and stuff. And Hugh Grant plays, I think, the Prime Minister of of, of England. And they talk. Yeah, it's very good. Sure. I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> he plays a wet British man. Can you, can you possibly imagine? Can he rival his, his, his work in Paddington Bear, though? Oh, I don't know. Uh, definitely yeah. not. Never. Definitely not. Um, but I recommend that. It's only an hour. It's an easy watch. And it's funny. And it's really interesting to actually see all of the events of 2021 put into an hour. <laughs> like, Fuck, that okay. was a big year. Holy shit. And you want to take it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's nice. me. What about you, Beck? Have you watched anything this week? Okay, I have something to say, and it's going to be controversial. Um, So this week there was the, uh, which awards was it? The Golden Globes? Was that this week? Maybe. One of them. One of the big big Hollywood nights (laughs) this week. (laughs) And uh, so uh, there was a movie called The Power of the Dog, which won a bunch of awards. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I was like, okay. I'll, I have a movie podcast, um, so. <laughs> Got that finger on the pulse. <laughs> I must be up to date with what is going on. Uh, so I watched the first 30 minutes of it. And oh, you- <laughs> I was so angry because I was like, let me guess, this movie ends with someone being sexually assaulted we see one of these boring ass characters jerking off. (laughs) I bet, I bet that's what happened. Did you, did you skip to the end and check it out? No, I didn't. I I wanted to tear my eyeballs out. I was so bored and angry. Who was in it? What, what is it? It's like, it's like an old Western cowboy movie. So there's a lot of like dirty men and (laughs) (laughs) silences and, you know, big <laughs> landscape shots. A three-hour movie it. that could have been done in ninety minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you're just like cut to the chase, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a lot Who of emo staring. <laughs> yeah, oh, what exhausting. Yeah, so I looked up the Wikipedia page to save some time of my life. I could be spent doing better things, mm-hmm. and I was goddamn right. I was absolutely right. Really, that is yeah, well played. I I I skipped watching the one about climate change. Oh, the, don't look up. Good. Don't look good. up. Good. Because I uh, okay. what I did was I saw a clip and I was like, oh, it might have been called. You know whose fault this is? Bitches, man. and so i was like no i'm not watching this if you're gonna blame it all on hillary clinton i want out and uh (laughs) yeah i guess because i'm not like 
super across American politics. So watching that, I guess I probably did miss a few things. So do you th- is is Meryl Streep playing the president? Is that kind of I an think, homage? To, yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah, I think that it's that just like sense. this is what would have happened mm. if uh, if mm. Clinton would have got it. And you're like, you don't you don't even know. <laughs> even even my dad, who's like an old you know flirty dude. When I asked him who he was going to vote for, he goes, "Well, you know, she's not uh, she's not hot, but she's overqualified." So he voted for Hillary Clinton because she's not hot, but she's overqualified. And I said, "That should be why you always vote yeah. for the yeah. person. You should not want to have the two sexual relations." Yeah. yeah, those are the two boxes. I don't want to sleep with this person, but they are overqualified. Is the number one reason. You goony bird. <laughs> if I ever get any job, I hope those are the two reasons why. I right. Get that job. That's what we all would like. We would all like that. It's like, I don't need you to want to be with me sexually. Yeah. I want you to think I'm better that I, that, that you're not paying me enough. Yeah. How about that? I want there to be room for a raise. That's what I yes. want. Yes. <laughs> right. Nice. Okay. I love your description of your dad as a flirty dude. Um, mm. Because you also talk about it in your most recent stand-up special available on YouTube yes. now. There it is, you guys. There it is. Hard Nation. copies. Anyway, all region. Anybody want to pay a million dollars for a mm-hmm. coaster? Does anyone still <laughs> own a DVD player? Because I've got them. Or you could just watch them on the, the internet. Yes, you have. Yes, so you have a new album, Staycation. So where where can people find it? What's the what, well? What I, if if you if you go to YouTube, you can if you can um, watch the whole special on YouTube mm-hmm. on Eight Hundred Pound Gorilla, the people who put it out. And there are ads because we're hoping to recoup some of the money. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then the CD is available streaming for free on everything like Amazon yeah. and Pandora and and uh spotify and such uh but that you could also um you, yeah you could also buy it on itunes or amazon if you want to own it and listen to it over and over and over again and then make tiktoks and do whatever yes, you want and- <laughs> yeah yeah let there be millions of of listens mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that's nice. great. And we're also, uh, I I know a lot about your dad because of I'm a big fan of your podcast, the Jackie and Laurie show. Oh, yes. The Jackie um, and Laurie show with Laurie Kilmartin, who's a yeah. great comic and a writer. Fans. She's amazing. And then um, she has a new album out called Corset. You might want to get on that, you guys. Mm-hmm. Let's plug her. Let's plug her album. It's because she squoes between her mom and her kid. That's when that's when it came out. Oh, and um nice. yeah yeah and then um but uh, i also have another podcast called the dork forest where mm-hmm. i interview people about whatever they love yes love and so that. you can go to dorkforest.com you can go to jackielory.com you can go to jackiecation.com and all things are available there everything you might ever wanted what an hell yes. we live in. Uh, i'm so <laughs> glad we got the <laughs> i'm so glad we got the plugs up top because mm. we all know in that last few minutes of the podcast people really <laughs> right right they're just going oh i get it all right now we've trapped all you listeners here it's yes. time for the thing we've all been waiting for this week we are talking about the 1997 sci-fi classic the fifth <laughs> element a little French yeah. accent. Well done. Classique. Classique. Yes. Uh, <laughs> for the director, he is French. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Look, Besson. That's Besson. Besson. Uh, a man who, it turns out, likes a very young girl. Hmm. Oh, so he's been I'm married serious. four times. It was very sad. I liked that movie so much. And then I looked, I was like, well, what else has he done? Well, it turns out he's been accused of horrible things. Oh, has uh, he? Oh, I didn't yeah, see five. That. Five women said that he raped him and he married a woman when she was 15 and he was 38. Ah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. There was all kinds of terribles. Uh, But other than that, the movie's great, you guys. If only he (laughs) could die that we could just like it in absentia. Can we have nothing? Seriously, this happens so (laughs) much on this podcast, unfortunately. Can we have nothing? You can't have anything nice. No. Okay. So... Jackie, what's your history with The Fifth Element? Had you ever seen it before? I I was trying to remember. 
I know that it is beloved by my people, the nerds. Mm -hmm. And so I, I believe in 1997, I did not see it. I believe that it was uh, on rotation a lot on cable, basic mm -hmm. cable. So I saw lots of different scenes of it. And of course, I've seen more than enough clips of it uh, as people talk about their dogs or, you know, so. multi-pass and all these things, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I have seen clips of it. This is the first time I think I've seen the whole thing start to finish. Thoroughly enjoyed it, quite okay. honestly. Awesome. And it wasn't a dystopian future. It was sort of a kind of an accurate future mm. with what looked to be dystopian elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A yeah. dystopian flair, if you will. Yeah. Right. It seemed accurate, but with cool gadgets. Yeah. Uh, so it looked like it probable. Cool, cool, cool. And um, was, you're a big, are you a big film fan, Jackie? When you say your people, are you more into the nerdies, you know, genres of the uh, films? Yeah. Like I don't, I, uh, you will not catch me seeing a slice of life. There will be no dramas. Okay. I'm not watching <laughs> The Notebook, The Piano. Weathering yep. Heights, anything that is some sad sack slice of life where someone's like, well, it's just like real life. And I'm like, I know those people. I don't absolutely, <laughs> absolutely do not need to see it uh, personified. And I don't like horror because it actually scares me. Uh -huh. So what I like is I like a romantic comedy. I like a children's movie and I like an action film. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but there are gaping holes in all of all of my media consumption so yeah this was nice it was nice to Perfect. see a movie and my husband this is one of his favorite movies and it's so many people's favorite movie it really is yeah because it, it's really good it. yeah yeah people go hard for this yeah yeah like i i posted that i watched it and on twitter and a bunch some woman had like has like the the different elements tattooed on her forearm wow whoa right and somebody else had the multi-pass thing that had their vaccination card in it what yeah i was it like that's kind of awesome that's cool. yeah Welcome yeah that that was... yes <laughs> lilo 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 <laughs> Um, well, that your kind of like repertoire of movies and stuff sounds very similar to yours, Beck. And I know that you got, you guys are both big Marvel fans as mm -hmm. well. Yes, but so, love it. I wonder if the, where I, am I? Where am my Captain Marvel's jacket? Huh? Come on, sick. That's it. Oh, mm -hmm. Hell yes. Look, I will say with this movie, I mm. have more dude cinema history uh, with it than oh, sci-fi yeah. affiliation. Um, I was dating an older man, uh, a very healthy 14 years older than me. Look, as, um, as, a, as a young uh, comedian, you'll want to do yes. <laughs> uh, Right. Uh, you're just a, you're just an apple ripe for plucking with those, yeah. with those crazy assholes. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and, and you're, and you, you know, they're usually they're at the very least they have good stage presence. It doesn't always transfer into the sack, but uh, the stage <laughs> presence, they've got pretty good timing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, everyone was enchanted by him on a first meet, and then second round they're like, "Oh, okay, All is right. there more?" Ah. Nope. Yeah, I think you hit bottom <laughs> real quick with some of these dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point. But this was his favorite movie. Okay. Uh, All right. Yes. So he got me to watch it, and uh, as is my one to do, fell hard asleep uh in the first 45 minutes uh oh my god <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and he was very upset by that uh but also in a weird twist uh his other favorite movie that he made me watch was leon the professional um which What's is same else? guy yes same director and also very very uncomfortable uh portrayal of a 12 year old girl in kind of a bit of a sexual yeah yeah his second uh, or third hey. wife was based on that 12 year old girl she said <laughs> oh what yeah like he met her when she was 12 or 15 they got married when she was 17 i think and he was 38 oh yeah it was a lot and then yeah. they, but he only lasted his first wife four years second wife two years third wife three years this last one though age appropriate he's been with her for almost 15 20 years whoa it's almost Who'd like adults thought? hanging out with yeah get hang out with another adult you might enjoy that it might work <laughs> out yeah he's 62 now so he's just i think he's just a 
He's just walking around now. He's just yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. He's walking now. Also, I can imagine with the allegations, it helps being with someone who can't Google as readily as the younger generation. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He set up the blocks and she doesn't know how to find them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Parental. Alex, yes. yes. Finally, what is your history with this film? Um, I think I've seen it before and I, or it could just be like you were saying, Jackie, I've seen like so many scenes from it over the years all kind of clumped together. So I very much, I knew exactly like what it was about and the vibe of it. I know that dudes absolutely love this film I think it's that perfect cross-section of like you were saying Jackie like nerd stuff and then also just like the hottest woman you've ever seen in almost next to no clothing right and in the beginning of the movie when when all when they just take the hand and re re, Mm. reconstitute her from it I was watching it and I looked over at Andy and I go weird science (laughs) are they making a the perfect girl and he goes they certainly are. Oh, oh shit. It was weird science. Yeah. They were, it was, it was, right. it's, it's every 13 year old nerd boy's dream. Dream, literally. I will, I will say that the nerd, nerd boys tend to age well, though. Like, it's, it's like, that's, I mean, when you, when you see them, they're just like, they are, they usually have, <laughs> I don't know, they have jobs and <laughs> they end up, you know, they've read some books. Yes. It's nice, that is but, nice. uh, but they, but they all, but which is why when some, you know, like a, a jock director is like, and when you were 13 and you really wanted the hottest girl and then they make that movie, they're like. And, the, and it's made for 14 year old boys, you know, right. kind of. Mm. Yeah, exactly. As too much cinema is, I would right. say. <laughs> yeah. But I think this was actually, it was, it was actually pretty well written and really, really well acted. Like everybody mm. was, it's an ensemble cast having such a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It did seem like a blast. Well, should we jump in? Yes. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Every 5,000 years, remove the shield. When the three planets are in eclipse, the black hole like a door is open. Evil comes, spreading terror and chaos. There's nothing that can stop this. There is only one thing. Perfect. The Mondachiwan have in their possession the only weapon to defeat evil. Four elements gathered around a fifth. In the colorful future, a cab driver <laughs> unwittingly becomes the central figure in the search for a legendary cosmic weapon to keep evil and Mr. Zorg at bay. That's it. That's it. Okay, the let's go with day. it word by word. Colorful. Yes. Nope. Yes, but that's really the selling point. Well, yeah, colorful. Fu- I. Like I read online there was something that called it a pop sci-fi and I thought that was a really good way to describe it. Yeah. Like it's sci-fi, that, but that, it's cool and it's pop. It's like not meant to be taken too seriously. I right. like that description of it. Yeah. And uh, the a cab driver, no, he's a special ops guy. Yeah. Mm. He, yeah. And it wasn't unwitting. They came and found him. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Delete it. Um, so Jackie in your own words how would you describe the fifth element to anyone who hasn't seen it I like the pop (laughs) sci-fi one I like that a great deal because it's I mean it's essentially it's a crazy taxi uh meets um it's like you know it's sort of a back to the future-y kind of um back to the future three Mm -hmm. uh meets uh meets I don't know uh star trek it's uh there's sort of it's a it's a weird yeah i mean it's a it's an action 
it's campy it's you know a little bit of zoolander a little bit of tropic thunder <laughs> a little bit of you know uh weird science and but it's but it's Bruce Willis doing the same action stuff he just did in Die Hard, I think, like moments earlier. <laughs> but in yeah, a cool yeah, yeah. tank top. <laughs> right. He's got his tank top. He's like, his arms are pretty good. Let's, he's let's see. <laughs> and he's wearing a ribbed orange mm. uh, uh, sleeveless shirt at one point where you're like, huh. <laughs> I mean, if anyone's going to wear that, it's, it's Bruce. Yeah. Chris Tucker? Okay, yeah, like, so good. Let's talk about so Chris Tucker. Good. Okay, okay. Can I Absolute, be real? Yes. Be real. One <laughs> of the only things I liked about this movie was Chris okay. Tucker's performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It yeah. was it was so amazing because especially when you see like Chris Tucker in just the his regular, he's just a regular guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. he was a little wiggly and shouty as a stand-up, mm -hmm. but he wasn't that. That mm. is, it was so huge, that role, yeah. that character. Yeah. It was, um, it was beautiful. And like, I, I knew that he was in it and I assumed that he was like the main, kind of the main guy from the beginning, but we really don't properly meet him until like an hour into it. Right. Yeah. Right. He's, I mean, he is just wandering around being, you know, essentially a, a Instagram influencer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's just an influencer guy wandering around live, you know, <laughs> what live TikToking. Yeah. And um, and it's it's kind of he's so good. Mm. I how, would like, be scared to be that big. Yeah. Yeah. How fast he was like talking with his lines and like how big he was going. Like and, and the movement. It. Yes. And like, just like, cause his only role before this was like his few scenes, like in the movie Friday and then, right. Yeah. That's where he wow. got cut from. I was like, that's, okay. Yeah. That's, and he steals every scene. Yeah. Every yeah. scene he's oh, he in. Really you're does. just, yeah. yeah. It's like Bruce who, when Chris is on. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. He's so good. And um, yeah. So I would. Yeah, I don't know why that didn't create its own spinoff. Uh, yes, if oh there God, was ever a spinoff to be made. Yes. So good. Gary Oldman Gary was, Oldman. was Gary Oldman yeah. and <laughs> was evil and awesome. And um, the costumes, like, and the, and the, the, the sort of the bird people, like the Lilo bird people, when they're not humans, like the mm. the the armor that they're in, with that we see oh, in the beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like Luke from Melrose nine hundred two one zero, wasn't it? Wait, oh yeah, uh, that's right. Oh, Luke Perry. Luke Perry was in it. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. so weird. <laughs> I just and randomly and for the first ten minutes and then done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then bye. It was nineteen fourteen. Turns right. out he's dead. And also a fun little cameo that I noticed during that original that scene that Luke Perry was in. So the older guy. Indiana Jones. The Indiana Jones scene. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> the old guy who was like looking in at the wall and everything. He is yeah. played by the actor who plays Frank from the Vicar of Dibley. So and he plays that. And he's also, I believe in, um, he played Bilbo. Oh, what? Really? What? I think he was Bilbo. That's cool. It's, um, yeah, pretty sure that actor, there's, uh, he yeah. has big Bilbo energy. Like big that. Bilbo he has energy. good Bilbo. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, let me, who played Bilbo? Holden. That guy was Ian Holm. And, okay. yeah, that's right. amazing. And Let then, him. who played, like, the, the mate, like, there was the president was somebody famous? Oh, I remember ended up being somebody famous. Something. something yes he was i feel like he's played a henchman in something before <laughs> right um, very possible yeah i recognize him definitely and he's got like one weird eye or something oh does he does he I have an eye so. that wants to see the world I it's think a, so. just a wandering <laughs> wandering eye and, uh, tom, yeah. tom lister jr is his name uh, okay but he's definitely been in a buttload of yeah there, there's his eye beautiful man so luke perry 
and yeah, but like, I Mil- felt like Perry would be coming back, like such a weird, weird cameo. Such a weird, for yeah, for him not to come back. Yeah, but Mila Jovanich, right? Yes. Jovan- Jovovich, Jovovich. Mm-hmm. She ends up marrying the director. By the way, they were married for like a twelve or thirteen minutes. Yeah, and yes. uh, essentially he, he just, yeah, and then um, then they got. To, I think that one only lasted like two years. She was like. It's been great. You're weird. And uh, so he was actually like, thanks for all the money. Bye. (laughs) Um, Because at the time of the filming, he was actually married to the woman who played the diva. Oh, that lady. So they were married. And then during filming, him and Mila hit it off and got together. And 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 when you say hit it off, you mean they had they had an affair. Yeah. yeah, And uh, and In in Hollywood terms, yes. Uh, yes. And, yeah, um, and I just I describe my sexuality as monogamous. That is my sexuality <laughs> at this juncture, and uh, so. Um, and so I, I read that. So the divine language, like the language that Lula oh yeah speaks, was actually invented by Luc Besson uh, and further <laughs> refined by Mila, who had okay little trouble learning and developing it as she was already fluent in four languages of course she's amazing wow um the language had only 400 words he and mila held conversations and wrote letters to each other in the language as practice and by the end of the filming they were able able to have full conversations in the language so like how do you compete with that as his yeah do you know what i mean like i mean also what a way to cover up an affair, having a language that oh, you two are the right? only people yeah. in the world that understand it. Yes. Yeah. Did you see that she's doing a lot of video game voices or was oh. until about 2012? She did uh, Resident Evil. Yeah. Oh, really? Her whole career since has been like pretty much video game uh, yeah. movie adaptions. Yeah. Fuck also, yeah, she's married to the director of... Uh, most of those oh, oh really okay yes yes, yes okay yes. yeah well it looks like she was in he got game that's weird What's that? uh, that's that basketball movie that i'm sure dudes oh. would want me to watch that i accidentally saw and uh <laughs> woody harrelson i think no oh, yeah. is that no that's why men can't jump he got game i think is um spike lee's uh Mm-hmm. basketball one okay. yeah that's that's with denzel yeah and um it was it's a it's actually a really good movie uh, spike lee made denzel washington unattractive which is kind of incredibly hard to do that's especially in 1998 Whoa. making denzel washington unattractive in 1998 is almost impossible that is yeah. the height I, of his hotness everyone yeah knows I, everyone knows it was <laughs> That, I mean, now he's playing everybody's dad or grandpa, yeah. but uh, at that time he was knocking it out of the park. So mm. I am. Um, mm. I just had a quick look. So the pres, the guy who plays the president with the funny eye, he is fr- he's in that movie Friday, the Chris Tucker Ice oh. Cube movie ah. Friday. He plays Debo, the big scary guy who they're terrified of. Oh shit! Oh. I thought I heard okay. him from something. So that's, that's such so a him weird and Chris crossover. The cast friends. of Friday yeah. and the Fifth Element. <laughs> it is a weird crossover. <laughs> yeah. Made it into the Friday and the Fifth Element. Everybody's main <laughs> credits. And uh, <laughs> um, okay, hey, but but back- very cool to see diversity in a sci-fi movie because a yes. lot of yeah. them do not take the time. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. They yeah, they just like, oh well, I'm just gonna book everyone I know. Yeah. And um <laughs> and it happens to be all white dudes. So it yeah. was kind of cool. And the woman who played the diva, she didn't sing, I read, mm. but that aria was so gorgeous. Oh, the music incredible. in all in the whole movie was amazing. The, yeah. the music. Damn, her lip syncing was impeccable. That yeah, I read that Spot she on. practiced Damn, it over and over again for like months. Yeah. Sinking it so that she oh, could I nail bet. it. And the aria itself, I read, is um, written by like either by the writer of the film or he got someone to write an aria for it. And the woman who was to sing the aria, as soon as she looked at the music paper, she was like, this is impossible for any human to sing. Like the, right. the, the jumps between octaves and stuff, like it's just a person's 
throat can't do that. So what they yep. did was they, uh, she kind of recorded each note separately and oh. then they put them all together. And that's why she can like jump from all these crazy different all octaves. Registers. Mm. Yeah. Registers, that's the word. Mm, that's the word. Weird. The one. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Uh, back to Lilo and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, they've basically created the perfect woman, right, in this movie, which is exciting for them. I just right, right. Congratulations. Yeah. And then we're gonna put band aids <laughs> over her nipples, and then we're gonna send her out into the world. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's something that we see a lot in these films. Is I guess would you call this a manic pixie dream girl trope? I would almost say no. I would say she's more of a sexy baby, um, (laughs) which is the next uh, end of the scale. You've got a normal girl. You've got your uh, cool girl. You've got manic pixie dream girl. And then you have sexy baby. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, even further, even further than manic. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what um, she is. Like it just Yeah, she knows literally nothing, but her literally. tits are out. Yeah. They're, yeah. And yeah, we get a lot of nipple shots uh just in the long view and you're just like, "Okay, all right." Yeah. Like it was fun and it didn't like take it as too seriously or anything. But yeah. Just looking at it through that lens, I was like, he, "She's literally just started existing." And then the first man she meets is convinced that he's in love with her. Like at one mm-hmm. point he says, because I love you. And I was like, dude, you barely know her. She just learned the English language like the scene before. Right. And the, the best line of the movie was, and it was almost glossed over, was when Bruce Willis asked the priest in home, not eat home, the, the new priest, uh, what, what that language, what the line was in, in the divine speech. And it meant not without asking. Yeah. It was yeah. about consent. It was like mm. a heartbeat that was about consent. And then the rest of it, he's just <laughs> yeah. hauling her around the universe. And then yeah. she's like, I'll save you. And then in the end, he had to save her. So it was like, I mean, if we were to look at it like Bechtel, you know, like I did, have you done the Bechtel cast? Have you heard about that? Have, yeah, at least I've, yeah, yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah. done it, but yeah, yeah definitely. So yeah, right, and it God. is, yeah, it was like when she did save the world, she didn't save the world, right? She was just another stone (laughs) that had to be yeah that had to be blown on she was a a prop she was an artifact yeah and it just kind of like felt like she's meant to be kind of I guess the protagonist of the film because well she's at least the titular character and she just kind of felt like you said titular and and, (laughs) I'm gonna have to bleep that out sorry (laughs) (laughs) And she was just kind of like, to me, I just felt like she was a very, like, she was very passive for most of the movie. It really wasn't until she was right at the end in that scene where she like throws the chest to Gary Oldman and starts right. kind of doing shit that, yeah, up until that time, she was just like you said, a sexy baby. She's literally a baby with this <laughs> sexy, sexy voice. And yeah, like. Right. Sexy and voice and sexy body and sexy hair and face. Yeah. And but she like if she would have been imagine if you will if she would have been portrayed by Charlize Theron from Fury Road oh that would that's well that's kind of what I was thought it would be like or hoping for right and granted it's you know it's 25 years later so um you know, the movie is good for what it is, right? It's actually really fun and really smarter than it has any right to be and sillier. And, you know, it's really a good movie. But imagine how great it could be if it would have been that, you know? Yeah. Because Charlize Theron just blows my freaking mind. Every, did you ever see The Long Shot? No, what's that about? Seth Rogen, I think. Is he the goony looking dude who is very funny? I didn't see it, but I heard about this. Right. So she's the she's the uh, secretary of state and he is uh, sort of a, um, a, a progressive journalist and he, he babies she babysat for him when they were little. And so it's a rom-com okay. and it 
is when I first heard about it, it was right after Fury Road, and I was so mad. I thought that uh, that Seth Rogen had purchased himself a trophy wife of a <laughs> rom-com, and he kind of did, except for that the writing is better than it. I mean, and it's and and their acting sells it. Okay. Oh damn! I would not. I would not expect mm. that from the At promos. All at yeah. all and it was it's so i've seen it you know it's on planes a lot so i've seen it probably five or six times yeah, sure, sure. So. <laughs> i was hoping or i thought that she'd be more of a kick-ass character from the get-go like they've just created like yeah she's just come into existence and she's meant to be the divine perfect being i thought she'd and be she like, said that she this. was gonna yeah and she said that she was gonna protect him initially mm, yeah mm. and and it turns out she didn't really, but what mm. I here's what I would like is I would like uh, to find out how old she is. Like, how old mm. was she in 1997? Oh, I think she was she's, 22. Okay, oh. she's 46 now. So she was born in 75, 85, 95. Yeah, 22. So well played. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so she was, I mean, and I think Charlize Theron is, I think, almost 30 now. I think. It's like I think of Charlize Theron and the woman who plays Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Like if either one of those would have been that would be in cool. in that yeah. Margot Robbie in that in that character would be like if they were going to do a remake of that movie. And I'm sure they will. They should because I like the premise of it. I like the story, but how it was carried out, like just I think it was the sexy baby thing that just gave me the ick. Yeah. And I was like, I can't. There was a there was a vague it. ick to it, which made me look up the Luke Bisson. Ah, and uh, yeah. so I, I, which is what made me look him up because I was like, why does this have this sort of elbow squeezery vibe to it? Where there's like a, uh, you know, sort of a little bit of a creepo did to it because he was a creepo. Gotcha. And um, not surprising. But, mm. you know, it doesn't mean that it can't be funny or it can't be art. No, exactly. It just means that I don't want to hang out with them. I'm not inviting them yeah. to the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. And I also loved, like, I thought it, it felt really um, like we were talking about Chris Tucker before. Like, he, I love that his character was like, it felt progressive for 97 in that his character was super sexy and like, sexually desired by women even though his character was portrayed very androgynous and stuff yeah yeah uh, he felt kind of prince princey yeah i did yeah. Well, they kind of modeled him on like prince in my well, prince was offered the role and oh. uh he oh i did not know that yeah 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 and he turned it down because he didn't like the costuming really the god but the costuming was amazing right like necks oh my god yeah just all of those outfits were everybody's outfit even bruce willis everybody looked amazing even the guy who had the gun in the beginning with the weird hat that was really just a solar panel yeah and uh it was like okay i was like every time like a new image would show up and you know gary oldman was that sort of half plastic shield Mm. over half of his head yeah it was kind of amazing right yeah i kept thinking like how is that not like steaming with sweat like being just in a studio (laughs) under lights how is that not just like so true down your face the whole time oh, that'll pull you out of a movie yeah. <laughs> and you're just like that's weird <laughs> yeah why are you wet why are you wet? <laughs> why aren't you wet yeah, yeah. Like a, a buttload a... of dehumidifiers on set just, <laughs> just sucking all the wow um, um okay bruce willis yes jackie mm-hmm. i have to ask chat how do you feel about bruce willis as as a In general Okay, so for my introduction to Bruce Willis was in college when I saw him on Moonlighting, where he was the fast talking uh, private eye with, uh, I don't know, Judith Light or somebody like Judith Light. It wasn't Judith Light. Um, It was... I get them all mixed up, everybody. Uh, Ellen Barkin probably wasn't her either. Anyway, so there there was... Right. There were these very tall, willowy blondes that were very popular in the 90s. And um, they were all really cool. Um, But uh, Bruce Willis was in Moonlighting. And um, I liked him in Moonlighting, even though I knew that he was, I mean, uh, that I liked him in Die Hard. 
and it's interesting because he doesn't play that different a guy mm-hmm. in any in one yeah. show to the next show to the next movie to the next thing yeah. and it's always a guy who isn't he isn't very bright but he is pretty steady right and he yeah, always yeah. plays like that, that guy yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. I've never even even as a because it always feels like he's not really acting so much as you, you're just like go be you. Yeah. Same if you were things. in better shape, yes. Yeah. And if you were actually some sort of super head superpowers. <laughs> yeah. And what about you guys? I love Bruce. I've just always had a just found him so hot. Like as a kid, as a teenager, I was like, oh my god, Bruce Willis is so hot. <laughs> and I I could watch anything he does. He's just that he does play the same guy every time. But what the guy he is, I enjoy watching. I don't know. I just find <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's comforting. It's like he's safe. Like you said, yeah. He's not like he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, but he's the most solid tool in the shed. Right, say. right. He's he's usually he's he's not entirely on the right side of history, but he's he doesn't really care enough to be mean about it. Yeah, it's what I would think he would be like in real life. Right. <laughs> he's just like, well, I'm probably wrong. But oh, uh, are, Which, what do you? But that guy's bothering you. Let me go punch him in the nose. I mean, you know that yeah, that yeah. guy. He's just like, well, it's not for me. But all right, that's you <laughs> do whatever you want, and that guy shouldn't be an asshole. Exactly. So it's literally is what that is what Bruce Willis feels like to me. And that, I love him for that. <laughs> oh, I hope he's like that in person when we yeah. finally get him on the podcast. He won't return oh our God. emails. <laughs> what is happening? Bruce Willis one at hotmail.com. Get back to us. What is going on? They're, they're not bouncing back. So they're going to someone. They're going to somewhere. You're spelling hotmail as H O T M A L E. That's the problem. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, of course. Okay. Of course. Yeah. You get it because that's what Bruce is. Uh, I read that they actually approached Bruce and Mel Gibson for the role. Okay. Um, well, that was yeah. a lucky, a lucky roll of the dice, wasn't it? Exactly. Dodged a bullet there. I think Luke Besson did not want the competition. And, uh, so. There's it's only uh, one terrible person on this production, and it's me. <laughs> exactly. We're not looking for. I'm not looking for any sort of competition. Yeah. So, so, what did you think of him in this film in particular? I thought he. I thought he stuck the landing. I thought he nailed it. He did everything he was supposed to do. I thought he, you know, when he had like a sort of a reaction to Chris Tucker, his reaction to Chris Tucker was sort of like, oh, come on, and then. Mm when it was he was like no you have to rise to the occasion you have to and he didn't expect him to not rise to the occasion i mean it just sort of it validates my opinion bruce willis the man Mm -hmm. bruce willis the character bruce willis the actor same guy the holy tree Tree, exactly i think he just looked at the chris tucker character as going well you're a guy who wears a leotard and uh but right now you have to throw me that gun throw me the Throw, throw me the gun. Throw me, throw. He's like, I don't know. He's <laughs> like, you could do it. Just throw me the gun. And <laughs> I you loved know, them together. They were so funny. Yeah, yeah. They really, they really had really good chemistry, and they kind of played off each other really well. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What'd you think? I loved them together. I thought that was so funny because I liked that Bruce didn't play the character, or I didn't feel like it was in any way eye rolly towards. Chris yeah. I think he just like was like well this is the guy who's here and I'm annoyed by it because it's taking right. my time but he's not like yeah like yeah oh, it wasn't there, it didn't feel like it was like like he didn't like him because he was flamboyant or yeah. big it felt like he didn't like him because he was at work yeah and he yeah. had a job to do he was like I don't have time for whatever this is. Exactly. Uh, I didn't really win a contest. Yeah, uh, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that the Chris Tucker character is live streaming the whole thing. That's Did you guys funny. feel like there was like, this was pre-Roomba and there was Roombas. Mm. This was oh. 1997 had all of these things yeah. that were not yet invented that oh, then were cool. invented. Like imagine and the cops showing up and they, they can see through the door and they're like, put your hands on the circles, mm. put yeah. your hands on the circles. And I'm like, no, that's that coming. Police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, Boo. that's coming. Yeah. yeah. I felt like it was coming. And then the cop just going, open your, open your door. Oh, and 
all your points if like all of a sudden mm. the, your car goes dead in the water because your your points are yeah it, it feels like a you know i and government oversight where i'm just like well if there's you know if there's 30 billion people on the planet there's gonna have to be a lot more regulation yeah and i don't know how you know we're all gonna want to go hide mm. but then you're living in adelaide so i mean <laughs> what are you gonna <laughs> I don't uh, want no to go offense, Don't offend. No. <laughs> I've always they're, wanted to go. They're fine with it. Um, <laughs> so and yeah, and like also, they also like the whole, like how the whole place is just filled with rubbish and garbage and stuff. Right, like, right. And they apologized for it. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like pre-idiocracy, idiocracy. Yeah. Because yes. well, idiocracy is all about what it's going to be. And they're living in the horror. Mm. and that also felt prof- prophetic and annoying mm. uh, but this feels like they're kind of happily living in the garbage yeah. and the you know like people have still figured out well you have to kind of be happy anyway yeah and uh <laughs> well I, I did read, read that, the, that the director said that he wanted to show the future is not dark and dangerous he's like this future is just funny and fun it- Right. And, and, and vaguely gross, but okay. Gross. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which I, which I think, I think he nailed that. He really so did because it felt, it felt both like really human and really, I mean, you could be depressed by it or you could just go, well, there's a lot of people on this planet. I guess mm. we're, we have flying cars. Is that something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually <laughs> it is. Thank you. And <laughs> move on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love there to be flying cars. And, uh, and I, and I like the way, the, I mean, just so much art direction was amazing, mm. you know, like the driving and then the, 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 the dot, the lines, like what, what your lane was kind oh, of yeah. showed up in front of the car Yeah. and yeah. when he was driving around and you're like, Oh, that would make sense. Right. And some movies do like where you don't drive at all, right? Where they're automated cars. This mm-hmm. one, the people are driving, but they're, uh, but they have, obviously there's some sort of grid that's keeping, you know, that's doing air traffic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's um, kind of cool. And I, I read that the guy, uh, Luc Besson, he demanded that most of the action shots in the movie take place in broad daylight as he was reportedly tired of the dark spaceship corridors and dimly lit planets common in science fiction movies and wanted oh. a more brighter, cheerfully crazy look as well, opposed to the gloomy. And IMDb. One. Yeah. And IMDb called it colorful because of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it I, has that crazy taxi vibe. It's kind of awesome. I, I love that. Like the, the, the palette in this, in this movie is beautiful. It is so colorful. You don't have to like because we squint so much watching these movies. Right, right. It's no Blade Runner. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. As so yeah. many of these Dune movies, dark, dank. Mm, like right. I'm turning the brightness up on my laptop. It doesn't yeah. go any brighter. <laughs> I'm this close. I'm turning lights on in my. I'm like, how do I see? I want to. I want to take it in. Let yeah. me take right. it in. Right, Why right. Is everything at nighttime. For God's sake, stuff happens during the day too. Right. And even the scene where they're in the dark, they're in that foggy part. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the lights on the um, the the cab was the inside of the cab was was lit really yeah. well. Yeah, true. And yeah. the inside of the cop car was lit really well. Mm-hmm. The the cop car was brightly colored, even mm. In the fog as it moved, right? Like you, you knew that they couldn't see anything, but we got to see the car. We got exactly. to see the people in the car. I mean, we don't need to. It doesn't have to be realistic. It's flying cars, yes. right? It's not real. And let us see them. That's yes. what we want. We just want to see yeah. the things on the screen. One thing I really loved is uh, Bruce Willis's apartment. Mm. <laughs> okay. Again, ahead of the times, it was a tiny house and there was so many convenient yep. spaces and everything Storage. moved. And right. Everything the way the spot. Like mm. the Murphy bed that went under. Yep. Yeah. And like, but it, usually they go on the wall, but it just slid under and then. And it got shrink wrapped, yeah. and that was weird. And then, <laughs> um, and then one person, the the three co- the three military guys are in the freezer, mm. and yeah. then the um, and Lilo is sitting on top of the freeze. Uh, oh, she's in the shower. The mm. shower's because, on top of the freezer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all yeah. so all the plumbing is in one shaft, and it's then not. all the yeah, it was smart. It felt like 
you know, I live in Los Angeles. There's a hundred thousand homeless people in this city. So yeah. we, uh, we should build tiny, wet, but like soundproof uh, studio apartments. That's yes. what I want us to build. I want everyone to have 450 square feet where they can hide from humanity. Oh, and uh, it's just like, who wouldn't want that? We all mm. want our own room. <laughs> and, exactly. and, if, and if there could be just a little, like a place for, you know, just a little stovetop, a little oven, a little, you know. That sounds del- delightful. I, I love small spaces and compact right. and good storage solutions. I had a friend who who texted me with a picture of this, like, I don't know, gold-plated toilet or something. She said, one of my friends is dating a billionaire. And I texted her back and said, not out loud. Please don't tell me that because yeah. uh, that's gross. Yeah. And second thing, ask uh, your friend's boyfriend if I can borrow $200 million to fix the homeless problem in Los Angeles because that's what it would take. And then he, he would make that again in about a heartbeat. Sure. It, he, wouldn't he, he wouldn't even miss it. Wouldn't he would 200 million? Wouldn't even blink. Yeah. It'd be like me giving you 20 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would love yeah. to just have like just a straight down the barrel, like real answer from a billionaire. Like, why don't you do that? Just why yeah. don't you? Cause you could like, you uh, what are so, you, what, what are you afraid of? Yeah, right. You'll get it yeah. back, mate. Yeah. You'll in, in a, a JK Rowling before she decided a hill that she was going <laughs> to die on. Uh, she gave away all of her money so that she wouldn't be a billionaire. So she had like $999 million. Oh. And every year she would go over the billion mark and then give away the millions to get under oh. the billion mark. And you're like, good. Right. Do something. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that interesting in- when the billionaires are female um, that they give away more money? Yeah. Yeah, that's Isn't that what Dolly Parton has been doing this whole yeah. time? Yeah. 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 You're Dolly Parton and Jeff Bezos' uh, ex-wife, who yeah. she got, she got like all the billions right when they got divorced. And she was like, have it. Uh, what do I care? And then now really? she's dating some high school senior. Uh, I think she married him, some high school um, uh, science teacher. Oh, oh okay. I thought so you said yeah. with high school no, no, senior. I, I did and say I senior like- and I was like, oh, I got sucked into Luc Besson. Oh, and no. His no, no, not a high school senior, a high school science teacher. <laughs> oh, I love that for her. That's yeah, I'm great. happy for her. I'm, yeah. so I'm glad. I'm, I hope that they have a lovely time uh, hmm. doing something with beakers. I, I, <laughs> that, that fell apart there in the 11th hour. <laughs> so, With a lot of money and some beakers. Yes. All right. Well, let's, it is the 11th hour. Yes. Let's wrap, wrap this up. Yeah. Um, is there any final thoughts, anything you, you wish to put out to the public about this movie? I really want to get one of those multi-pass things for my Vax card. That's cool. I have met many people who have named their dogs Lilo. I have, um, I saw somebody who had the tattoo of the, all mm. the different fire, earth, wind, and electric light orchestra, whatever the name of the band <laughs> is. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, and, um. And I thought it was, uh, I thought it was super cool. Yeah, I actually really like the movie. And if you can, if you can keep Luc Besson out of your brain, hmm. watch it a lot because it's, it is super fun. Great. Nice. And is, is okay. your, your husband Andy? Is he stoked that you, that you like it? Yeah, yeah. He was okay. psyched that, uh, he was psyched that it was one of the options because he was like, oh, I love that movie. Let's Great. watch it. And I was like, okay. As long as I don't have to watch The Godfather too, I win. <laughs> It's, uh, I saw the Godfather. That's on our list. I saw the Godfather, and at the end of the Godfather, I was like, "This isn't going to end well. These aren't nice people. I don't ever want to watch this movie." Stressful. And, Why would I want to watch this? Right, but it's literally my brothers, like three of my brothers, their favorite movie, and a thousand male comics, and yeah, a yeah. bunch of women I know that's there, and I was like. Mm-hmm. No, I know men who are making terrible life choices. I don't necessarily have to watch this film ever. Yeah, there are so many other films. There's heaps of them. I have one final fun fact before we wrap up. So someone else who was approached or auditioned for the role of Lilo was actually Elizabeth Berkeley, who we know from the (gasps) movie. From Showgirls? Showgirls. Are you shitting me? But after the failure of Showgirls, which was the a couple failure. years before, the it's a studio- brilliant film. <laughs> <laughs> it is the, misunderstood. The studios were reluctant to hire her. 
I have never seen Showgirls. Should I see Showgirls or is it just campy goodness? It's campy, it's crappy goodness. Campy, crappy goodness. But it's All right. so bad it makes it brilliant. It's there you go. I'm on board. The, it's the worst one in such a good way. Like the performances <laughs> are so over the top. It's like, I can't believe this happened in, in the world. I can't believe this. Have you seen an Australian mystery TV show called Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries? No. Oh. It is on Amazon Prime, but it's oh. probably on your Amazon. I had to pay for BritBox, okay. but it is an Australian murder mystery show. There's three seasons. There's probably only 30, 40 episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bryony Fisher lives in Melbourne in 1928, and she's good at everything. everything. Oh. She is rich. She is beautiful. She is titled. She can ride a horse. She can fly an airplane. She's on the right side of history in 1928 every time and she solves murders uh it is adorable and it is three seasons of a murder mystery show it's just it's just it's it's light it's awesome it's craptastic i love it i also have read now probably 20 of the books and they're all set in 1928 because in 1929 the stock market crashed and she probably oh. lost all of her money mm. but the movie is not good uh the tv show is where where you want to go the books are great mm-hmm. uh and then the other thing i would recommend by the way is uh, a new zealand sort of colombo modern mystery tv show called broken wood which okay. is set in a m- mythical town in new zealand called Brookenwood, which one of the episodes this isn't an, a running joke but it was my one of my favorite jokes that they did on the show was Brookenwood is famous for no not no parts of lord of the rings were ever shot there <laughs> it's the only place in new zealand where lord of the rings was not shot oh, that's, that's great. brilliant that's awesome. <laughs> so new zealand murder mystery show broken wood australian uh murder mystery show miss fisher's murder mysteries love this nice Nice. Oh, us. Okay, three <laughs> rapid fire questions oh, yes. to wrap this up. Jackie, question number one. Did this movie in any way make you horny? No. Okay. okay. It did not. That's fair enough. That's Beck, okay. Did this movie make you horny? No, it gave me the ick yeah. so hard. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there was a little bit, there was something tactically wrong. Mm. Anyway, and we found out what it was. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Did, yes. <laughs> and I, I agree with that. Yes. Uh, yeah, there was no uh, one in this, but you go back. Question number two: uh, Would you recommend this movie on a date? It's not bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Depends. The weirdest thing is, I tried to get Andy to watch what I thought he would think is a movie that dudes would love, but it turns out, like one of Andy's favorite movies is Amelie. Oh. and uh which is a very beautiful romantic movie that's what i would recommend over this yes okay, as nice. for like an absurdist french movie oh. i would say amelie um but mm. for me i always wanted to watch midnight run which is a buddy movie and andy was like i'm bored you want to make out so we made out uh during midnight run a lot charles groden did it. make it horny anyway go ahead okay but so no making <laughs> oh, out during good. development okay. that's interesting all right I do recommend this movie on a date I think because you don't have to know anything going into it you don't have any pre-existing knowledge necessary it's just a fun like yeah it's ick but um if you can ignore the ick it's a a fun funny movie too it's a pretty great romp yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, what about you Beck? um I am totally on the fence with this one okay I think that it's also a very long movie mm-hmm. that is my one thing that makes it I'm like maybe not for a date that's true uh and also I mean it is a good way to investigate being like wow it's tell them the whole story about you know <laughs> Luc Besson be like what mm. do you think of that is that inappropriate mm. is that, <laughs> what's your stance on that <laughs> how about Frozen 2 I would recommend Frozen okay. 2 for because you don't have to you don't have to have seen frozen one that's the good news about frozen two you can just go right to it i love that for a sequel awesome all right now let's rate it so how many bandage covered nipples out of five i would i think i'd give it four oh nice Yeah, yeah i would say it's really really a fun great movie 
that you shouldn't know anything about going into. Sadly, mm. you've just listened to us talk about it for an hour. But <laughs> if you could avoid that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I give it four as well. I think it was a lot of fun. It was funny. Chris Tucker is stunningly gorgeous in it. I could watch him Epic. do that character forever. Um, yeah, four for me. What about you, Becky? Nice. I am not going to be so kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if I had known going in that it was going to be like crazy as it was, yeah, like really, it was meant to be kind of funny. I would have enjoyed it more. I was kind of like taking it a bit too seriously at the start. Sure. So that oh, okay threw me off. It kilter. was hard to see what the yeah how seriously you're meant to take it as a sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beginning. So I am going to give it a three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's still not that's, too shabby. That's better. That's not bad. It's over two and a half. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. But if you want a science fiction movie that's serious, see Eternals. Oh, oh yeah. I just I watched it. I watched it last night. It's um, a pretty great. It's a pretty great uh, science fiction. It's just about a group of people who are sent to a planet to help a civilization move faster. And that planet happened to be Earth and it happens to be a Marvel movie. But oh. other than that, it's just a science fiction movie. But I loved it. It was great. Cool. Hell yes. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh, the thank you so much. Element with Jackie Cation. Yay. Thank you Yay. for having me. Thank you so much for coming. And where can um, people find you online? What are your things? What's everything? Jackie Cation. If you go to familypetancestry.com, it will send you to Jackie Cation. You will not be able to find out if your cat came over on the Mayflower. Uh, you will only find jackiecation.com at familypetancestry.com. Amazing. <laughs> and if you want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. And please join us next week when we are joined by a local comedian, Kevin Jin. (laughs) It's the road up. It's the road up to talk about Fist of Fury. Yeah. And if you would like to give back to the podcast in any way, shape or form, uh, you can subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. You can Sign up to the Patreon. You can buy our merch and you can look, just follow us on social media as well. Keep up, keep up to date. Yep. Know what's going on. We're at like, Dude share everywhere. DudeCinemaPod.com for merch. Patreon.com slash Lee's Guide to Dude Cinema for Patreon. We're having so much fun over there. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. And yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> love and you. I love that dance you're doing, back. Thank you. More than anything. Alexia and Jackie, I would like to say to you, Akumite to you both. And Akumite to you and yours. Uh, Akumite. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I love yeah. Akumite. Okay. <laughs>